You're with Julian on the brown note. Getting more and more sozzled as the day goes on, as I haven't got my car. A review of Wes Anderson's new film, The French Dispatch. Now, there's been a couple of the reviews I've done, including a very recent one, were about two filmmakers I couldn't stand, Edgar Wright and Guy Ritchie, making really good films with uh, The Gentleman and The Incredible Last Night in Soho. So I'd already banned watching anything by these people and ended up watching their best films for me. Wes Anderson embodies this kind of empty artifice, kooky for the sake of being kooky, and acclaim for being indie, that um, has always run me up the wrong way because his films have always been really bad. Um, it says something that the Royal Tenenbaums remains my favourite film of his, in that I didn't even think it was that good. I thought Gene Hackman was good, I thought Owen Wilson and Gwyneth Paltrow were cringe, but um, overall that was, you know, a 7 out of 10. Um, Moonrise Kingdom was the point I just said I'm never watching a, a film by him again. So I didn't see the Grand Budapest Hotel, uh, which got a lot of acclaim. But I did get invited with a group of friends to go out en masse in the cinema after lockdown to see his new film, The French Dispatch, which... Um, Normally I wouldn't have gone, but I had been locked down for six months, so it was a opportunity. It's the first time I've been in a crowd of people in the cinema for a few year, a couple of years. And this time around, it's um, it's celebrating the idea of journalism via a, a lost era of journalism via these magazines that have very arty writers for them, you know, going back over the century with these people writing the French Dispatch and uh, their stories, you know, the arts people that write about art or, you know, the social people that write about politics and social political things. And it's um, it's a, a film that follows um, the different papers of different parts of the um, magazine uh, through, is it three main stages? three four there's there's basically four acts so um the first act is benici del toro's this prisoner um who paints this masterpiece and it's seen by adrian brody who's in jail but very wealthy and basically uh it follows the story of benici del toro making this big masterpiece and being fated throughout these uh, you know the world art scene um and then there's a uh, Revisions to a Manifesto, which shows Timothy Chalamet as an ideological Che Guevara kind of character who's taken under the wing of the Francis McDormand journalist character to, you know, lead revolution. Uh, and then there's the private dining room of the police commissioner, which um, features the food writer from the magazine and his um, involvement with this um, legendary French chef. So... Um, it's not a long film. It sure as hell felt like one. It's about 100 minutes long. Now, the the opening section, which is the uh, concrete masterpiece, I thought was the best probably half hour of filmmaking I've seen by Wes Anderson. I really liked it. I thought Leia Sado, who's the uh, Bond girl at the moment, as a police woman and him were fantastic. I thought Del Toro's character was a really interesting one. He was, you know, a murderer, but possessed this incredible, weird art house Jackson Pollock style art, master, modern art masterpiece capabilities, and then refused to ever paint again. 
Um, I really liked that sequence. I thought that was really, really good. Um, after that, everything was not good. Um, the there are this film is Wes Anderson making a film about his films. It's Wes Anderson looking back at these, you know, arty journalists as though they are like him and they're not. I really found it quite offensive that he couldn't allow anyone to be better than him. Timothy Chalamet as the revolutionary and so on. All these people need to be denuded of actually having a lot of agency, which is why I like the Benicio Del Toro character, because that was relatively pure. He was allowed to be a genius, but no one else really is. Um, this film, I was we were sitting together with this other guy, and they were saying when it when it came up as the the end, uh, we were so happy that it wasn't another act. It is a very long hundred minutes to sit through. It just bombards you with so many actors that it is, and famous actors at that that it is. It's just like uh, you know, three minutes there's a new famous actor, three minutes there's a new famous actor. One problem I have with Wes Anderson films is that he occupies such a narrow bandwidth, which is kooky and funny. And he won't allow anything to be moving or intelligent, either side of that. So we get all these people that should be, you know, moving and intelligent being collapsed into this little world that he has, which is you're going to be kooky for five minutes and then it's all going to get a bit silly and funny. And that's as far as it goes. And I thought one of the... I, I actually really liked the Jeffrey Wright character at the end. And a couple of times he actually moved into territory that was poetic and lyrical and moving for brief moments. And then it reined it back into being goofy and, and indie and, you know, kooky art house. But not really that art house. And I was, you know, I was disappointed. The audience were laughing at a lot of really self-conscious, lame humor throughout the film um i don't know what the grand budapest hotel was like that's got probably his best reviews of films but this hasn't and i have to say it is the embodiment of everything i detest about wes anderson as a filmmaker it was ex pretty excruciating to be honest uh it meant nothing it had no cohesive film theme running through it at all nothing uh none of the sequences the like the acts um uplifted or you know commented on the next they were just these it was like he just put three little plays together neither none of them were worth much um but it it got more and more tedious as it went on there were just too many people in it um I don't really remember thinking that anything looked or sounded good either. I thought the black and white um, opening sequence with uh, Del Toro, I thought that looked pretty cool. But overall, it was just this really annoying, aggravating Wes Anderson world of kooky, try-hard, wannabe indie cred. And I thought the fact that they were holding up... It was almost like he was celebrating his own films, but doing so through the lens of celebrating much more talented you know journalism or writers and saying you know these people are just like me which I found uh, a little bit aggravating so I thought it was a very I thought I liked half an hour of it at the start and probably 20 minutes of it at the end so I'm not going to trash it entirely given that it was not even you know two hours long it was an hour and 
30 minutes or an hour and 40 minutes long. Um, so there's probably about a third of it that I actually enjoyed. So I won't trash it entirely, but I'm going to give the French Dispatch everything I hate about Wes Anderson a five and a half out of ten.